Welcome to The Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are on episode one of season five. So we are kicking off our season five here. Uh, the best is yet to come. What is up, The Daily Grinders? My name is Kelly, your host as always. We have a new segment, a new feature that we're doing on social, and we want you to be a part of it. The Daily Grind, that's the name of our podcast. What does The Daily Grind mean to you? Our simple phrase, following a certain routine every morning to start your day or on a larger scale that shapes the outlook on your life. Submit yours on our direct link form, direct.me slash dailygrindpod. Or visit us on social at dailygrindpod and get featured. talking shop uh in the season five here we are literally in the the store of noble point coffee shop so i'll keep the instruction short we'd like to introduce you to aaron mitchell and alex espinosa they are both the owners aaron focuses on the media management side alex is operation management side of noble point coffee they're a local coffee shop in albuquerque new mexico its vision is to be a point of discovery and insight on your journey through life and coffee. Dough. So welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. Thanks for coming on to The Daily Grind. Our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story, what you do, and really to, to jive with coffee and much, much more feeling our grind today. So to, to I guess, maybe pour us a, a warm or cold drink, whatever the beverage of choice is, can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your daily grind? Yeah, well, my name is Erin Mitchell, like you said. I I just graduated last year with my MBA as well. I know you were talking about that. And um, my daily grind looks a lot like what you see around you. I'm here all the time, uh, serving coffee, making coffee, living the dream though. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Alex Espinosa. I'm uh, the owner of Novel Point. We uh, handle operations, so kind of, you know, the behind the scenes of the menu, behind the scenes of just how the daily flow goes for a cafe, like how our drink's made, where the recipe builds, how our customer serves, what is the equipment that we use, and, you know, the tools that we provide for people. Um, so that's kind of a little bit what I do around here. Wonderful. Yeah, we are excited, like I said, to dive in, uh, to learn more about the coffee shop, uh, to learn more about, you know, what it takes to, to start one of these and, and be successful at it, too. Uh, so, yes, my, my first question, to be honest, is uh, Nalf Point Coffee. Like, how did that come about? You know, tell us more. Yeah, I can provide a lot of feedback there. Um, Aaron uh, was not an owner when we originally opened Nalf Point Coffee back in October of 2020. And uh, so I, I was... Uh, just a boy with a dream. Um, back in the day, I was on a path toward medical school. Ended up just kind of diverting that route and uh, needed needed something else to do. And ultimately, 
Uh, coffee was a constant in my life. Um, had worked a number of barista jobs before that for a number of years. Not only was I a fan of coffee itself, but of service and of like the management of coffee. I felt like I was capable of doing such a thing. So I sought to start a coffee shop and then uh, March uh, 2020 hit and we had, had a pandemic. Um, and that kind of detoured a lot of possibilities of starting something physical and but yet at the same time it allowed me to get furloughed from my then barista job, get unemployment and then make more money than they ever had, <laughs> literally just living with my parents you know house mm -hmm. and so that allowed me to plan, prepare and organize what it takes you know to to start something like that. That is an unusual circumstance I understand that. Um, but I feel like Novel Point Coffee is kind of just about like using your circumstances and discovering something greater as a result of that. And Novel Point came about only five months later, I think, um, where I met uh, my then business partner and he had an opportunity at this incubator here in Albuquerque on the other side of downtown from where we currently are. And uh, we got into a physical space. We had very minor equipment and we just started something fresh. We had a couple pour over options. We had some cold brew and we just started to connect with people. And that's how Novel Point Coffee came about. Wonderful. Yeah. And then can you tell us too, I mean, we'll touch on, on your team, obviously, uh, later on in the interview, but how you brought together, uh, got connected with Aaron and, and the rest of your team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I met Alex my freshman year of college, like 2016, you know, we were just friends. <clears throat> and back in, I remember as like February 2020 is when you started talking, at least to me, about wanting to open a coffee shop. And I, I didn't mention it earlier, but I've, I'm a photographer. I've been a photographer for, I don't know, many years. And um, I think you initially, you know, reached out to me to help you with social media <clears throat> and just uh, the visual presence of, you know, a brand. <laughs> And, um, you know, I, like Alex mentioned, he was a barista actually at, at the college that we both went to, and I was just always getting coffee from him like every day. So our friendship was very much built around coffee, it seems like, too. And so it only made sense, you know, when he, when he reached out, asked for my help, and it was, it was a very natural, just like flow, partnership rhythm of, of working together, I think. And... You know, ultimately, I don't know, when exactly did I become owner? Was that October 2021? Yeah, it was nearly a year after we opened yeah, uh, it was a while. Uh, the business. And, uh, you know, just ownership changed natural to business. Yeah, Erin's uh, right. I did reach out to her very early in the planning process of, of what was yet to be Novel Point yeah. Coffee. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, she was kind of my go-to of, like, I, this is a person that I think has a lot of useful skills, she's personable, she has, you know, the media management side capabilities, and I just reached out to her, I'm like, here's what I'm thinking, you know, here's the initial concepts and, and ideas and things that I'm just, you know, rattling around in my brain about, like, I wanted to share that with somebody, and I think Erin was that person, and so although she wasn't the direct ownership with me right away, uh, she has been constant with us as kind of a contractor uh, through, you know, the, the media management handlings um, and then eventually uh, owner herself. Yeah, this is great to hear. <clears throat> Talking about the, the team segment and uh, key takeaways are just being able to play to people's strengths and uh, be open and have, you know, similarities overlap or just literally things come across your daily grind uh, that lead to future success or, um, 
you know, open up doors, uh, opportunities, uh, things like of, of that nature. Perfect timing when we have uh, guests on the on the podcast here. So you're about uh, three years in with Novel Point Coffee. Tell us more about the vision, your message, you know, fueled by discovery, grounded by insight. Yeah, absolutely. So that is our, our tagline that I think encapsulates everything very fully. I see it kind of as a two-headed coin where what it means, uh, you know, to be novel is to discover, to find, you know, discovery, to just constantly pushing those boundaries in, in coffee, in relationships, just in connection with, you know, the things that you encounter in daily life. Um, but on the other side of that coin is, is insight in that, you know, we can discover things all we want. And honestly, it can often, often impede upon our relationships, on people. And we have to have like the mentality of like, what are we sacrificing as a result of discovery? And so the insight is kind of this, this grounding point. It's that point where we find, you know, that we take a step back and analyze, you know, who we do, what we do and how, um, excuse me, what we do and who we affect as a result of what we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's great to hear, Alex. And I think that vision really helps us visualize us, our, our listeners tuning in today's episode, as well as um, everyone that comes into your, into your shop here. Uh, and that kind of leads me to my next question as well. You know, how does Novel Point Coffee differentiate itself from other coffee shops in the area? <clears throat> yeah, I think Albuquerque is still uh, has a young, what we call, you know, third wave specialty uh, coffee shop scene um, that we definitely kind of define ourselves as. That's um, just, and we hope to basically um, just kind of evolve what Albuquerque's you know, modern coffee scene looks like. We wanna be a fixation point that kind of shifts the culture. And what that looks like is not just providing good coffee, not just providing good service, but really educating our customers on what it is that they're drinking, you know, why it's um, of quality, and you know, almost even who was able to you know, work hard to get that into your hands and into you know, your, your taste buds. So education is, is a primary point in which we stand strong and alongside that transparency about you know, everything that we do operationally, everything that we do you know, sourcing wise, um, but also just providing people the tools and the resources to brew better coffee wherever they are. It's at home, it's at the office, it's a coffee shop. Yeah, really well said, Alex. And you, you teed me up uh, for my next question as well. Just us doing our research on the podcast here doing our research, came across your education and learning component, uh, what you have online uh, for our consumers, you know, uh, coffee drinkers. A uh, big um, big trend, what's going on right now is third wave coffee. Can you explain a little bit more about that? And then also the references, sources that you have, you know, the, the guides and everything else that we came across. Yeah, absolutely. Third wave coffee um, is, can be, it can be a buzz term, right? I think that it's not easily encapsulated in, in just a simple sentence, but if we look at historically coffee in the first and second waves, where we've gotten you know better quality, we have still kind of, in novel point terms, neglected the whole insight aspect of that, like who we're affecting and, and you know who, what who and what does it take to make good coffee. And so third wave coffee is about intentionality. It's about um, really just shining the spotlight on the people make good coffee that's the growers and the farmers at origin 
that's the roasters in the roasteries, and that's the baristas and the managers in the cafes. And we really hope to just not neglect that these people are the drivers of the coffee industry. And we not only want to serve good coffee, um, but really create a culture around coffee. And Third Wave Coffee has done that the best. We have created an amazing culture around coffee that now modernizes coffee and allows it to be one of the third spaces in which everybody meets outside of the home, outside of school, outside of the office. Um, and we love that about Third Wave Coffee. And even to Aaron, I would, I would ask uh, on the culture aspect of it, uh, from a social media perspective or online perspective, you come across uh, your consumers, your followers, uh, that, that community uh, from an online presence as well. Yeah, I think because, you know, as we briefly touched on earlier, there was about a year that we were closed. Like we didn't have a physical space when we were transitioning from one location to this location that you're in right now. And so the only avenue we had to connect with people was social media. And I, I was honestly overwhelmed with the amount of connection we were able to achieve from that. And we did that mainly through like short form videos like you see on TikTok or Instagram reels. And we were able to really dig down into that, that you know, vision statement that we just went over because it was all about education. It was all about picking a topic and Alex would, we would set him up in front of the camera and he would just talk about it and people would interact and say, wow, like I didn't know this, that's so cool. They would share it with each other. I've had people from friends to my friend's dads like reach out to me and be like, whoa, I learned so much about coffee, that's incredible. Um, and so that was really refreshing and, and cool to see that from a, an online perspective and being able to connect with people not only like locally but outside of that normal uh, like the normal span of people that might drive by a novel point coffee and come in and, and talk to us in person but being able to push have that algorithm push those videos to all over I don't know if they reached internationally maybe who knows but yeah, but yeah I think it's been it's been an interesting place for a wider range of people to interact with us and learn something new yeah, your outreach has significantly grown over the past couple of years, and even talking to from both like inside the inside the shop to even outside from an online virtual perspective, us cheering you on virtually from the the podcast. Uh, I, I want to ask too, like, what have your learnings been since opening up Novel Point Coffee, or what have you learned from you know, observing, interacting, uh, being involved with the brand here, both of you? Yeah. I've learned so much about <laughs> service. I've never worked in, in food service or, I mean, I've worked in retail for a bit in high school, but this is my first experience as a barista, as a service worker, really. And that's, I'm sure anybody who has worked in this industry before knows that's a big adjustment. It's brand new to me, but it has taught me so much just about people, about how to please people, how to be able to put my own interests my own opinions aside and you know customer customer comes first so I've, I've learned a lot a lot about that and um, about what that takes just like on the surface yeah I think in the well the three years it's been now I think that I have a firm understanding that business ownership is messy <laughs> it's not clean-cut there's a lot of planning involved from those very first days that I reached out to Aaron and it just doesn't always go according to plan and so being able to just roll with the punches, being able to be creative 
and innovative is so essential. You know, when I first conceived of the idea of a coffee shop, this was before the pandemic, and then that changed everything mm -hmm. to the point where we were considering doing a mobile operation for some time. And we even built a coffee cart, you know, since uh, 2020 to, you know, serve people in a catering aspect and a locational aspect. Um, but I've also found that, yeah, sometimes just life can get you down and, you know, lots of things can go wrong. In our, in our years of being open, we've encountered burglaries and, and floodings and, you know, business ownership transfers. Um, and just a wide variety of just messy things. Um, and really, if you truly want to do this, I think that you will learn that, like, you have to stay positive, you have to keep innovating, and, you know, you have to just keep reminding yourself of that vision, of that mission, and hopefully that'll lead you home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really well said, both of you, and just, again, giving us, you know, the BTS behind the scenes on what goes on, uh, you know, outside of us being served delicious coffee here and whatnot, uh, but you know, in the, the eyes of, of, of true owners of Novel Point Coffee. Uh, so let's, I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been patiently waiting uh, to, to talk about the menu, one to, to feel our grind by teasing the intro. So our listeners wanna know, uh, most popular beverages ordered by consumers to, to feel their grind here. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's obviously the Buddy Latte. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, yeah, yeah it's, it's an oat milk latte. You okay. know, people love their oat milk. And it's got honey, cinnamon, and lavender. So she's fun. She's special. She's by far our most popular drink. Absolutely. She's my go-to recommendation for yeah. people who don't okay. know what to order. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Definitely a sweeter uh, coffee drink. Uh, probably one of the sweetest drinks that, that we offer. So that, that shows, you know, a little bit of our customer base. Mm -hmm. But I'm also very, very happy and and almost shocked to find how many people are, are love ordering our smaller, kind of more traditional beverages. Our cappuccino is only six ounces. Um, our flat white, only six ounces. Cortado, four. I'm just I'm blown away by how many people yeah. enjoy these things. This, those are the kind of the sizes that we uh, really like to push when it comes to like educating customers on what the coffee is gonna taste like, because you're compromising you know, the coffee in the drink, you know, a little less so than the larger drinks. Uh, but also like pour overs we have um, some awesome offerings right now and it's going to be changing soon but just people are, are loving the things that we're putting out when it comes to just black coffee or shorter milk-based drinks definitely um can you talk alex can you talk on uh the inspo behind the the drink menu too you teased us at the in the beginning yeah i think before i created the menu uh just being a barista uh in town um and a little bit outside of albuquerque um, you know, drew a lot of inspiration of what, you know, I created in the past, what I knew worked well for people, but also just being inspired again by that third wave coffee culture, right? Looking outside of Albuquerque, looking outside of New Mexico, seeing what other third wave shops were doing, trying these drinks in the ways that the recipes that they have put out, um, and, and then realizing like, oh, this, this is actually, um, you know, I want to be a part of this greater culture, so I want to serve these drinks in this way. I think a great example is just offering those six-ounce drinks. I don't think many shops in Albuquerque, maybe even us being the only ones, serve a six-ounce cappuccino, but I can stand behind that recipe and say it's one of my favorite drinks. I drink it on the daily, and I absolutely love it. 
Wonderful. Yeah, I like it. Again, it inspires us on our daily ground, but also it's it's great to actually you know have that connection. Just uh, not just enjoying that beverage, but also what goes behind um, to to make it to have it on the menu and be uh, ordered by your consumers on a, on a daily basis. Touch on to uh, food menu as well. You offer both food and beverage here. <laughs> yeah, the food menu is very new to us. Uh, that was uh, obviously as a business owner we know that we we just struggle with coffee shops to just have large ticket orders we wanted to increase that average ticket price food is an easy way to do that easy you know relatively <laughs> food is a natural way to do that um, it's a whole other monster we're finding mm -hmm. um, but yet we want to offer simple things like you know yogurt oatmeal bowls for people and paninis um, and so again, that's just my food service experience kind of all coming into play and shining a light onto our food menu as it exists today. I uh, can't underestimate our potato wedges. They're pretty, pretty phenomenal. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, all right, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen loud and clear, Daily Grinders. We know what to order now, <laughs> next time at the shop. Uh, we, talk, we talked at the beginning to, I'm talking to two of the founders uh, on today's episode, but can you both tell us about you know, the importance of having that uh, strong core team? I, <clears throat> I would even argue that like, the team is, is one of the main pillars of, of success in, in business. And um, I, my business background is very limited to school. Like I'll, I got my bachelor's in business and then my master's in business, but you can only learn so much in a classroom. Um, but this, you know, this theme of having a core team was really apparent in business school as well because, I mean, everybody who's ever been a student knows the importance of having a good team when you're in a group project. And if you have a horrible team, then everything falls apart. And um, just like having been, uh, you know, co-owning this business for a little over a year now, it's, it's insane to me how necessary and crucial it is to be able to rely on your team and trust your team and um, I, I truly don't think it'd be possible to succeed on the daily and just stay motivated stay positive like Alex was mentioning earlier how important it is to stay positive I think that's impossible to do without people that you really trust and love and can count on and um, we're really lucky because I feel I feel that we have that at least from my perspective <laughs> absolutely absolutely I think that one of the great things is is that I got to choose, you know, our current kind of core uh, ownership team, and in and through all of that, they're my partner, business partners, but they're my friends, and they have to, you know, in, encapsulate the vision and the mission as well as I do, um, and it makes Novel Point just greater than myself. And so, having a strong team is a must, in my opinion. It is um, going to be. An important reliance factor when you are at rock bottom or things just aren't where they need to be you have to be able to trust people next to you mm -hmm. that we can get you know what needs to be done accomplished when it comes to hiring like we have one barista right now who's non ownership and uh, I have to make sure that he loves coffee as a very kind of basic foundation but also encapsulates that vision in the mission and he's gonna execute that you know to customers as he works the register or as he makes our drinks, you know, follows our recipes. And so just, I really identifying with that kind of core mission of Novel Point and then being able to execute that, you know, just well is, is so important. And so I'm so thankful for the team that I do have. Yeah, really well said, both of you, uh, just talking about the aspects of uh, how we can play to people's strengths as well as uh, 
be the best that we can at our daily grind in, in a business uh, mindset here. Uh, speaking of a business mindset, you talked about the strong core team. What advice do you have for anyone starting their own business? Be ready to give it everything you've ever had or will have. <laughs> yeah, it, it can definitely be like all encompassing when it comes to you know your life. Um, but I think it's it's also important to just be able to adapt and again to reiterate a point I said to be innovative. Things will not go as planned. Things will change. The environment around you will change. Some days things will just go totally wrong. And you know maybe sales aren't where they need to be. What do you do? You have to just constantly trust your team, and and throw ideas around of how you guys can just adapt to the culture. I think that's how businesses stay on top. Is they're just the ones we're constantly evolving, um, and the ones who stay constant they tend to get left behind. And so we want to constantly be discovering new ways to innovate. Yeah, I love it. I love how you pulled in too about your your message, the vision, you know, fueled by discovery, grounded by insight too, and even giving us uh, key takeaways on how we can, our daily grinders out there that are entrepreneurs or newly uh, small business owners and how they can uh, level up and continue to push upon, you know, overcome challenges, what they face on their daily grind, uh, be innovative, be positive, having that right mindset, so key. Speaking of the daily grind, that is the name of our podcast. Uh, Alex, Aaron, what does the daily grind mean to you? Uh, in coffee shops, uh, grind size always changes with your coffee. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're, we're different <laughs> like, no. Just kidding. Uh, I mean, to me, it's just, it's an essential. It's almost like the bare minimum. This is what the effort that we have to put in. It's, it, it means showing up every day. It means putting on a smile for those customers. It means, you know, sharing you know about your life for people and and just being able to you know honestly put down some some hard cold facts and some also some truth into you know your own team's lives but also to be willing to you know accept feedback and criticism i think the daily grind is just the essential yeah it's like like your rhythms your habits your your mindset the you know they always say that like how you spend your days is how you spend your life so that daily grind isn't just a daily grind, it's, it's your, your life grind, I guess. And um, just important to, to recognize that and, and realize that those habits, those, those tasks that you do every single day, they're leading up to something bigger. It's not just, it's not just a small scale like it might seem, it's much larger than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so yeah, we might have to take both of your uh, definitions here and potentially rebrand our, our, our podcast. <laughs> Uh, the daily life grind or, you know, incorporate the uh, fuel by discovery here on, on the pod. Uh, so, yes, in closing, uh, Alex, Aaron, we, we talked about your daily schedule. Both of you have quite the grind going on at Noble Point Coffee. What's on your daily grind? You know, what's on the radar later this year for 2023? That's a good question. We're uh, we're new to our current space. And so we're looking to grow and expand in you know, our reach on this side of downtown Albuquerque. Um, we have lots of ways we can do that. That possibly includes, you know, offering some, some nightlife into the area. Um, Albuquerque uh, has, a, has a, you know, a small nightlife that we definitely want to add to that. So possibly by adding some, you know, just some cool coffee mocktails in the evenings for some people to come enjoy, uh, you know, with an open night night or something like that. I think that those are some cool things that we're working on later this year. We're also in the process of acquiring a roaster so um, that could be a big step forward for novel point coffee 
um, just being able to roast our own coffee here. We've been sourcing coffee locally uh, for years. We're very uh, close friends with our roaster, but also taking that next step and doing it ourselves um, is a good business move when it comes to cost, but it's also just super exciting and people can definitely get behind your brand a little easier if they have bags of yours at home. So we're excited for that. Yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, love that you provide some teasers on today's episode. So we'll be, we'll have to keep, we might have to get you back on pod, you know, in the future here. Uh, as we say on the podcast, though, so keep up with the grind in terms of what you do each and every day, uh, serving us the best of the best uh, in coffee and uh, providing that wonderful culture as well. Uh, speaking of your story, very inspirational about, you know, Novo Point Coffee and each of you, um, each of you from an owner's perspective. Uh, do you have a word of the day? to motivate our listeners out there, or even a, a quotes, mantra, saying? First thing that pops into my head is, is passion. I think passion is really important in, in everything you do, especially owning a business, because like I said, it's very likely to take everything you've got, and you have to be passionate about that. And um, I, there was a quote I read a long time ago, I, don't, I can't cite the source, but it's passion without direction is fatal. So you have to not only have that passion, you have to have the insight <laughs> to direct you in the in the right in the right place and make sure that that passion is being all that energy and that power is pushing towards something good something important something meaningful so there, there's my little tidbit of yeah. inspiration mm-hmm. that's that's wonderful i don't think i can add too much to that that's i look for passion mm-hmm. uh in the people that i i hire and people that come through the door um and so that motivates me yeah, really. Was, I think passion, uh, that word of the day, fits perfectly uh, with your Novel Point a Coffee story, uh, what you look to do out there in the world, inspire us each and every day, again, making a difference in your community and serving us, you know, the wonderful coffee and, and being a you know motivator, not just on today's episode, but outside of our, our daily grind as well. Last but not least, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, also want to come visit a Novel Point Coffee Shop. Uh, how can they do so? Yeah, we're we're all over the social medias. We got uh, Instagram at Novel Point Coffee, TikTok at Novel Point Coffee, Facebook at Novel Point Coffee. <laughs> uh, we also have a website. It's NovelPointCoffee.com, um, and come visit us in Albuquerque. We'd love to see you. Absolutely, please do. Yes, wonderful. We'll put in today's show notes, as always, where to find Novel Point Coffee, and yeah, uh, grab a hot cold beverage or even uh, you know. Uh, take a bite of one of the delicious treats that they have here so uh, thanks again for tuning today's episode a big thank you to Alex Aaron for being on the podcast thank you so much thanks for tuning into the daily grind this week you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast if you want to follow us on twitter or instagram we are at daily grind pod please also remember to visit our website www.kjfwi.org and shop our merch Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. 